Hey everybody, this is episode two of Island 543. I'm Sam. I'm here with Jason and Nick. Uh, let's get episodes two started. All right, Jason, what's the sport of the day? All righty. Here's our sport of the day. All right, it looks like we're rowing tonight. Um, I don't believe you, Jason. Whatever. Can we boo a sport of the day? Can we boo the topic? I know it's uh it's a rough topic, but you know there's there's a total of forty four options. Um, now we're down. We're gonna have forty two options next episode. Uh, but yeah, let's let's start it off. What do you guys know about rowing? And uh, have you ever done rowing before? The only instance I can recall ever watching rowing was in was it the Social Network movie when the Winklevoss twins were rowing people about it i didn't even think of that that that's true i actually watched that movie too and i did see that <laughs> that's the only time i ever seen rowing i forgot about that movie it's pretty good it's a good movie it's a good movie i i don't like the guy who plays zuckerberg did, zuckerberg <laughs> the guy who played zuckerberg did jesse eisenberg jesse, jesse eisenberg, eisenberg. i like him a lot i don't know. I, I wouldn't say big fan but i mean i liked a lot of stuff he's in that's true he, he does make some decent he does make some good movies like zombie land and yeah i was thinking, I was thinking zombie land specifically yeah Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, back on topic of rowing. Apparently, Sarasota is really big into rowing. My grandparents live there, and they live right next to like an Olympic national training facility of rowing. It's. I'll, I'll have to show a picture, but they just built a, a new building for them, and it's on like a nice lake. It's pretty interesting, pretty cool looking. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, guys. Um, kind of a little lost, lost there. Sam, I have no idea where that is. Nick, I don't think I've seen that movie. Anyway. Uh, None of that is shocking. <laughs> moving on. Um, so I, I just wanted to mention that rowing became an official sport in 1828. Um, and it was, the it, it was the first college sport. First competition was held between Harvard and Yale in 1858. And there's an annual meeting um, every year, uh, annual competition. One more fun fact I'm going to throw out there. Uh, um, it says here that rowing can be for anyone of any age. Um, and in 2012, a 93-year-old won, of Switzerland won a gold medal in the World Rowing Masters Regatta. If you're a competition named Regatta, you're pretty high class. That's like... Yeah, so that, that sounds pretty cool. I won a regatta. That even sounds prestigious. Nick, I'm surprised you've never rowed before. You, I don't know why. You just like not even I look up strong. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. He, he would, I think Nick would be actually really good because you're you're supposed like it's all legs and like uh, if you have a big body, like those are the type of people who have like success, like the lengthy uh, people. So because you're, it's like mostly with your legs. So if you have more reach, like the more you can pull. Uh, I, I know that just from because I have a rowing machine at my house that I'll oh, do sometimes. But you, you row, Sam. Well, I mean, but no, it's a that, machine. that doesn't it's count. A, I, I rode at the gym I've too. never been in a water raft or whatever. The uh, I don't know what, what do they call it a, a rowboat. We have to plan a trip and we have to go rowing now. That's what we have to do now. Yes, I've, act I've actually been in a rowboat before. I was. I'm sure Jason has. Jason, you've done like triathlons and stuff. So I mean, you and water can't be far off. Yeah, I used to um, I used to go to Catalina quite often, and I get in one of those little rowboats and kind of just tour the uh, tour the island. Um, actually, I'll share this story. So my my dad loves telling this story to his friends. 
uh, when I was tra- trying to pre- be a professional triathlete, um, I would have my parents sit in the rowboat um, and they would be like drinking beers or doing whatever. And I'd tie a rope around my waist and I'd just swim. And I'd just swim all around Catalina, just harbor to harbor. And literally like sometimes up to like half a mile to the harbor or to like where the actual boats drop off the ferry and then back to go get like some groceries or something. And I just tow them by swimming around. So that's not rowing, it's swimming, but it was a that's, rowboat. There's a rowboat. That's, that's, <laughs> that's more experience than me and Sam combined. <laughs> that's true. I, now, now, now that you mentioned that, I do remember it was like in, I think it was like in seventh grade, I took some like rowboat slash sailing class for a week and I was partnered up with some some other kid. We were giving uh, given like a rowboat with a broken paddle we ended up we were because the the paddle was like broken off the the boat and we were moving so slow that they actually had to come by a motorboat because we were so far behind and tow us all the way to the front because we were so uh slow and behind because of that broken paddle it was actually pretty fun it was, yeah it was funny good memory <laughs> already moving on to um quick sports news we're gonna make this quick this time um but nick start us off nba championships the golden state warriors won their fourth championship in eight years um steph finally locked it in and got an mvp didn't get robbed by iguodala this time even though i could make a good argument that andrew wiggins had a good like story to be mvp and just keep the steph mvp list um a lot of barbershop talk now about steph being top 10 uh, so it was pretty good. And I think Draymond was shit talking people as usual as the parade. So normal Golden State Warrior shenanigans. You expect nothing less for them. Draymond talking ish, the media hyping up Steph to Olympic heights. So, but yeah, so congrats to the Warriors. Uh, it's gonna be a good, good off season. Already started some trades this off season. So start NBA season year round is always amazing. And uh, quickly to Major League Baseball, um, the Angels game just wrapped up, but. Shohei Otani has been on fire, um, even though the Angels as a whole have been ice cold. Um, Otani last night was three for four with two home runs and a career high eight RBIs, which is crazy. Then tonight he goes eight innings pitched with 13 strikeouts, two runs, and zero earned runs. So that's just some. MVP stats right there. That's absolutely crazy. ALE is still tight as heck. The Red Sox are winning 70, over 70% of their games um, and are still 12 and a half games behind the Yankees. It's That's just crazy. Dodgers doing well. Um, Sam and I went to the Dodgers-Angels game, went to go visit Nick for a bit. Um, Dodgers swept the Angels, of course, um, and almost no hit the Angels. Uh, Luckily, Otani got that triple in the ninth inning, saved them from embarrassment, um, saved them from the history books. So, so thank you, Otani, for uh, for helping me out there and and helping out my own resume as well as the Angels uh, fandom. Um, I think that's all I have for tonight. That was good, and that was the first place uh, we got to test out the mini mic too. Oh, which right. is a popular segment on 
our Instagram channel. If you haven't already, go subscribe. Island five four three podcast on Instagram. Sam, yeah. you've, you've been you've been surprising me with that mini mic. At first, I was like, "What is this guy doing?" But now we're actually getting like a ton of views on <laughs> on social media. Whatever Sam's doing on social media is amazing. My coworker came up to me like, "Nick, I saw you on your podcast." I was like, "How? How did you see me on my podcast?" So Sam, keep it up. You're a marketing genius. That's great to hear. You also posted uh, some Yankee favoritism, which I didn't appreciate. <laughs> I did that to Ryle of Jason specifically. <laughs> he posted a quote um, from Manny Ramirez saying, if Derek Jeter was on any other team, he would be just an average baseball player. And like, there are some people like stirring it up in the comments. And then I was in the <laughs> comments too, and they're like, name something better that another player is better than Derek Jeter or something then we can debate and I and then I'm like Manny Ramirez literally the guy who said that thing about him and I go and I look up some stats almost has exact same stats as Derek Jeter so Manny Ramirez and Derek Jeter are mirroring each other plate appearances batting average however Derek Jeter has three less or three more years than Manny Ramirez but Manny Manny Ramirez also has 250 more home runs and 500 more RBIs. That's crazy. What does he have more than Derek Jeter? <laughs> Derek Jeter, man, he's, he's, oh, okay, fine. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, that's what money can buy you when you're, uh, when you're, hey, you, I mean, it hasn't bought them that in 13 years now. So yeah. it depends. It's funny. We were, I was having this conversation earlier because, uh, me and one of my, uh, text groups we talk about like the nba goats and we got tired of it because none of us ever agree obviously so we tried to go to different sports and they brought up baseball and one of um one of one of them is just like i don't think winning counts as much and i was like who do you who would you put on your mount rushmore ken griffey jr or Derek jeter and they agree obviously that griffey's the better player but the goal of sports is to win and being a leader and winning and winning a lot is very important. And I feel like people did try to discount that. Like when people try to like discount winning or change it, I just think it's funny. Cause like you said, uh, Manny Ramirez probably has way better numbers, but you can be Mike Trout and be amazing and be talent wise. One of the greatest baseball players ever, or you can have rings. And I feel like I always err on the side of rings. That's, that's actually a great point. I, because there is something about people who can win that just makes them that much like I don't know. Like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like, not yeah. blowing you out of the water with his skill. Like his like IQ, yes, but not like his actual arm talent or anything like that. But you can have freakish arm talent and no rings, or you can be Tom Brady and have all the rings. And I think partially for him and too, it's his competitiveness is like off the charts. Like he's he's so competitive, and that's also what makes him so great, is like he keeps pushing himself and he goes so like he, he takes it so much further than other people. And I think so, Nick, I do think you're right that, you know, people there are people who are just winners. Like and there are people who are losers like Philip Rivers. <laughs> and, uh, nice that dig. was random, nice but dig. it's so nice true. Dig. Nice dig. Charge, yeah. So well, that was a good tangent. Oh, I'm sure we'll have a Hall of Fame in uh Mount Rushmore debate at some point. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We won't have to do a goat list, but we could talk I would, like Jason, how do you feel? Like what's your Mount Rushmore of baseball? And more specifically, how do you feel about Trout and his postseason disappointments? Um, Trout's only been to the postseason. Like, he has I, – I know for a fact he hasn't won any postseason games. 
Um, I believe they went to the postseason in 2013 or maybe it was 2014 and got swept. And then I think they went to the postseason uh, prior in his first year in 2010 and also got swept. So I don't think it's like hard to say that Trout's talent wise, the best baseball player in the league right now, like easily. Uh, Many people think that Trout is the best player in baseball history. But I just, I don't know, man, if, if you, you don't have a single playoff win, let alone a series, we don't even have to go that far for a series. Just, you don't have a playoff win Yeah, that you just can't, you, you, you can't be the best. Like in that sense, you just can't be the best to me. Hey, Mookie was the same way. Mookie was on the Red Sox from 2014 to 2018. Or 2018? Up to 2018, he had no... He had no World Series, or I'm sorry, he had no postseason championships. Or no, I'm sorry, he had no postseason wins. And everyone was like, "Oh, Mookie's never going to be great. Oh, like he's only good during the post, or only good during the regular season." And then even in the postseason, he wasn't playing that well either. Yeah, but still, he managed to come up clutch um, a handful of times in the World Series in 2018 against the Dodgers. And, and then with the Dodgers. And then with the Dodgers, he's also kicking butt right now as well. Yeah, I mean, offensively, at least during the postseason, I don't think man, I don't think he was that amazing, at least compared to Seager, because Seager was tearing it up when the Dodgers won the World Series. But yeah, I I enjoyed the Mookie defensive highlights more than I enjoyed the offensive Seager highlights. Like just yeah. seeing Mookie making those catches, um, definitely, definitely crazy. But I mean, look, that's three seasons. Like his whole career was like written, and then three seasons, two World Series appearances, two wins. You're making the the point about defense, though. And what I've learned from Moneyball is defense doesn't win championships in baseball. That's fair. And bad defense will give you oh, bad defense and good offense in baseball will give you a lot of runs and and have very few runs scored against you. Because if you have some average baseball players, they'll make the ground ball plays they'll they'll make the pop fly catches they'll drop every once in a while like those little hoppers or something and messed up those will give you like the bad those runs but if you have just the best bats in baseball that will give you the championship and that's why that's what the oakland a's and that's what the tampa bay rays look for prospects they don't they don't look for the fancy gloves they look for the golden bats yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, there's a smaller chance of error on defense. Like, you won't make an amazing catch, but, like, those pop flies, grounders, most of that stuff, it's really hard as a professional to mess up. But, yeah, but, I mean, if you have bad offense, you're just not getting on base, can't score runs, so that makes sense. Yeah. But, so, where do you put Mike Trout? Where do I put Mike Trout? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're saying a Mount Rushmore, so top four. Does he make it, I guess, is the real question. Okay. Uh-oh, I'll, I'll but... tell you this. David Ortiz is on there, 100%. You know his batting average is 688 in the postseason. 688. Three World Series championships. This guy is the biggest guy, like the fattest person on any baseball team and just cranking home runs. I mean, that's all he had to do. That's all he had to focus on. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, like that's I, don't know, I think that's like at least I'm not sure if we had like a, a real topic today past like our intros, but 
what makes the goat, what makes your mouse Mount Rushmore, what do you value more? Because mm-hmm. I mean, AD was considered one of the greatest defensive players uh, for football. Aaron Donald was considered one of the greatest uh, defensive players ever, let alone just one of the greatest football players ever. And he just solidifies that with a ring. I'll agree with you on that. It's what makes the rush Mount Rushmore, what makes the greatest players of all time is really just greatness, like overall success, not, not being like good on the field. Cause so I will not say Mike Trout, unfortunately, but I will say I will say David Ortiz. <laughs> i mean i i agree like it's greatness personified that's what you're looking for you're looking for winners like tom brady's not the most amazing quarterback talent wise like you probably Mm -hmm. take manning over him you take mahomes over him but those guys never those guys don't get it done enough like but brady Brady would make the mount rushmore oh you know yeah he's he's brady is hands down the greatest football player to ever play the game of football yeah you just you no one has won as much like it's crazy to see what he has done in sports in general. He's won rings in what three different decades now. I think so. Yep. No one wins championships in three different decades. You don't. You're never that relevant that long. Like, I I'm not a big. I mean, I love Brady. Once he went to Tampa, I loved Brady. Tampa Bay loved all of it. <sighs> once the once he got out of that Boston stranglehold and was able to like show himself and his personality, I've loved everything Tom's done. Um, but it's like it's hard to argue. Like you, it's like greatness just shows itself like you i think football's probably the one thing we can all like probably mutually talk about because i know jason basketball is not the strong suit and i really can't argue baseball but at least for football like winners win deon sanders is a winner tom brady is a winner you can go uh, jerry rice is a winner you can uh and then i have lt or aaron donald as the last slot but these dudes are all winners like you can't be great and not win in my eyes mm-hmm and I mean, people they say rings is like a team sport, but I don't know winners great, get it done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, and that's like, I mean, you get penalized for that at that point. Like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is more talented than Tom Brady. You can't have one Super Bowl appearance. And I, like I said, I think that shows. Like I said, Mike Trout's amazing talent. I wouldn't argue talent wise that you're going to take him over everybody. Can you make but, your Can you make your Mount Rushmore right now with the NBA? Uh, current or ever. Ever. Ever? Well, I mean, I'll give you my top four. I have Kobe, MJ, LeBron, and Magic Jordan. Or Magic Johnson, Magic Jordan. Magic Johnson. And I usually don't argue top three. If you, As long as you have Kobe, MJ, and Braun in your top three, whoever you pick as your first really doesn't like – that's never going to like – I'm not going to disagree with you. Like some of these players, these are some of the greatest players, some of the competitors ever. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like I said, this week's question really was like people started putting stuff in top ten, and I think that's ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. you can have him out like 11 to 15. Yes, he should be there, but I don't think he's better than KD and I have KD as 10. So mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't like the media is just eating up Steph winning, finally winning the MVP. And I just, I don't know. I just, it's crazy to think that he, people have him in his top 10. Oh, Do you think I've, that he could like 10 years down the road? Like- I don't think he can crack top four, top 10. I definitely think he can crack it. I mean, if he goes, he can win an MVP next year. He can win another finals. Another, Cause I think, I mean, outside of Lakers health, in the West, I I mean, Golden State probably primed to repeat again. I mean, Draymond's not going to be Draymond again. Clay is kind of – he's going to be second year back removed from the, the Achilles tear. Uh, Poole's amazing. Uh, not sure what they're going to do with Wiggins, but Wiggins was a walking double-double in the finals. He led them in scoring game five, which is pivotal. Steph doesn't make a free – doesn't make a three-point, and you still win the game, and Nadja Wiggins is pivotal to that. So, 
I can see them repeating again. The Golden State's really solid. I mean, Steph is a generational talent. I will give him that all the time. Greatest shooter to ever play the game. I just currently have him 11. I think he's just not like he's not better than KD to me. Like you, if even right now you're not taking Steph as the number one player in the league, like you're taking KD, you might you're probably taking Giannis, and it just it's not 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 against him. Like I said, I mean, eleven's not bad, and like I said, if he wins more, he can do a tenth. But your story means a lot, and like Iguodala's snagging the MVP from him in the finals is rough because people will always go back to that. And then KD comes into your team, takes over, and is the lead dog. And I mean, you can make, like I said, this is where the conversation is. You can make argument, but I think you need a KD to get past Cleveland. I think LeBron and Kyrie would have beat you again in the finals if you didn't, if, if you even got past KD, because I think KD should have won the year the Warriors had, uh, was it the most wins in the regular season? I thought the Thunder were the better team. I thought Thunder should have won that year completely, even beat the Cavs. Like, average points, killer, Kobe, killer, buzzer beaters, the drop 60, drop 81. Like, it's more, it's, I mean, like, I mean, it's a, a combination of things, but like, chips your skill level your intensity your competition like you're talking about with brady like there's not bigger competitors than kobe and mj in any sport the crazy stories people tell about kobe remember d wade told some story about like breaking kobe's nose and he said he loved it like that's crazy like you you're you're programmed that way it's not normal Mm -hmm. but i mean that's i mean you have such amazing players and i kick a lot of players before the the 80s out like i don't have oscar robinson i don't have bill russell don't have wilt um, I don't have them in my top 10. Um, I think the league's just like, there was a big jump from when they were in the league to like Magic and Bird and Kareem were in the league. Maybe not so much Kareem, but like there's a big, in the 80s, there was a big shift. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not sure who you kick out. And if you put any of those three, four guys in your top 10, like I, I don't see how you can fit Steph in. Um, I did some thinking and at the top of my head, without doing, without looking at numbers, I'm going to go, with my top four, I'm gonna put Ortiz at number four because because of his postseason success and impact on on teams. Number three, I want to say Randy Johnson. He's a little older, but and he might not be at the top of the list for a lot of other people. But I just think that he was just dominant on the mound, especially like prime time Randy Johnson is is scary and i mean he was able to stop the yankees while playing on the brand new arizona diamondbacks um to win a world series and then i don't know he was i i just i just loved how dominant and how confident he was um number two would be pedro martinez um he i mean there might be a little bit of red sox bias in that um but he also played on the Phillies and won, won a World Series with the Phillies and with the Red Sox. Um, and he's he's just another dominant player. Uh, he's also a little guy and um, been just able to be always dominant with the lowest numbers of ERA and the highest numbers of strikeouts. I th- there was a time where he was playing against the Yankees, who was everyone was saying is the most dominant Yankee team of all time. And then I think he got like 21 strikeouts in a game which is insane um number one overall um it was it's hard but i'm gonna go with hank aaron man i i almost want to put willie mays i'm gonna <laughs> replace david ortiz but i'm gonna go with hank aaron uh i was just gonna share real quick the nfl news was something that was interesting that i saw was that uh bart scott uh told 
everybody on the internet basically that uh, he'd much rather go against Tom Brady every day of the week than going against Peyton Manning. And it was because he said that, and he, he feels like he felt like this is, was how everybody in the NFL would feel like because uh, he was saying studying for Peyton Manning was like studying, studying for the SATs. If he's talking about SATs, I, I totally understand that. I hated SATs. I hated the ACT. Did terrible, both of them. So I automatically understood what he was talking about, even though I've <laughs> never played Peyton Manning in my life. I totally understand where he's coming from. Uh, I guess the other news we, real quick we could go over was that uh, Cooper Cup got paid uh, $90 million, uh, or over $100 million. Donald got paid, I think, $200 million. Uh, I, I saw there was a rumor Browns are willing to eat half of Baker Mayfield's 2020 salary, which was roughly $9 million, and possibly trade him to the Panthers. It was a rumor. And then uh, last one, Rob Gronkowski just announced, uh, I think, Tuesday that he's retiring from the NFL. Man, I'm telling you, I think we talked about this, but, man, I love baseball and football offseason. Like, they just traded Jeremy Grant. Blazers are making a move to beef up Damian Lillard. So, pretty excited to see the moves. And then, however they're going to deal with Russell Westbrook or whatever the Lakers are doing is going to be crazy to see. Um, I know Miami's going to make a move in this offseason. So, basketball offseason is just started today with Jeremy Grant and them trading him. Baseball's still in season, Jason, but what do you – like, what what moves do you want? Because I know, like, the Dodgers just picked up Trace to cover Mookie for a little bit. What, uh, what other trades do you see happening for the league? Um, well, let's see. There's, uh, I'm telling you that the, uh, the AL East will need to make some t- trades to compete with the Yankees because the AL East is fighting for wildcard slots. Um, that being the Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox, both 12 and 12 and a half games behind the Yankees and they're hot teams. Uh, like I said earlier, Red Sox winning 70% of their games. So both of those will have to make some some trades because you're just going to have to be stacked up against this stacked up Yankees team when postseason comes along. Um, Cause you're, you want to be as prepared as you can maybe get lucky against the Yankees when postseason comes along. Um, I mean, I also hate to say it. Uh, Angels got to make some big rebuilding moves and I'm going to, I know people have been saying it for years, but I think trading trout might be an option. Um, you have to. Didn't Rendon just get injured too? Rendon's mm-hmm. gone, and that was a two hundred something million deal. Um, and yeah, that, he's just been a letdown. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it. In, Trout, Trout, and Otani are the face of the Angels. Otani is his. He's gonna be a free agent if it's not this year. I think it's the next year. Um, I want to. I would rather save the money for Otani. Trade Trout get some good prospects, get some good, like actual team, um, some, ra- some, a real bullpen and, and uh, build around Otani because I think Otani has a bright future uh, with generational talent. Um, Trout's like a bitch on both sides. Of the, you can do both sides of the ball, which Trout can't do. Exactly. Um, Otani is just such a game changer. Literally having a pitcher being able to hit, two home runs in a game insane so build off of that like i said offense wins baseball games not defense trout can jump over the outfield wall 
I know it will save a run or so a couple a couple times a couple games a season, but you you need hot bats, and right now the Angels don't have that. All right, continuing, uh, Jason. Uh, I want to start with the first question of the day. Yeah, um, MLB pitcher Ray Caldwell was one batter away from pitching a no hitter when he was knocked unconscious. When he woke up five minutes later, he got up and finished pitching the no hitter. What caused Caldwell to go unconscious? A, he lost an eyeball. B, he was struck by lightning. C, he passed a kidney stone. Or D, he had a heart attack. I got my answer. I think I'm going to go with C. He passed a kidney stone. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. I'm going to go, he got struck by lightning. Because the eyeball one, I don't think could happen. He got struck by lightning. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. Fucking crazy. Let's go. Okay, so just to say the recap, um, so Ray Caldwell in 1920 was pitching for the Cleveland Indians. Um, he was one batter away from pitching the no-hitter when a lightning storm started, and there are mixed stories. Some say that the lightning hit him directly on the head. Some stories say that it ricocheted off of um, the press box and then hit him. Either way, um, all reports say that he was knocked unconscious on the pitcher's mound, and his players surrounded him and performed CPR or whatever it was back then. And when he woke up, um, he immediately stood up, looked at the catcher and said, give me the ball. He immediately struck out the next pitcher to complete the no hitter. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. I can go next. My question involves golf. Here's a question. Tiger Woods made his first hole in one at what age? A. Eight, B, 17, C, 25, D, 40. I'm going to go eight. I'm going to go eight as well. That is correct. You guys (laughs) got his first hole in one at eight years old. I saw a video. I think it was like two years old, and he was hitting putts, making it every time. Super old video. Okay. My question. Just because Steph Curry got his first MVP, finals MVP this uh, past week, my question is, how many players that were drafted before Steph Curry have NBA championships? A, one, B, two, three, four. Three is number four, and then four is going to be five. I wish I knew who was in his draft class. I'm going to go with two. going to throw it out there and say three. I definitely botched the question because it's zero, but <laughs> it's zero. But you guys wouldn't have guessed that, so it's okay. It's uh, not even a question. There were six people drafted ahead of him, and none of them have rings, is what I was going to get at. So, um, well, you should have said zero as an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. How do we get points then? <laughs> no point. We didn't get the question right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was a trick question. It's where this is the game where all the rules are made up and points don't matter. What should we talk about next? Um, should I talk about how Sam and I almost died? No. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Island 543. Uh, if you haven't already, go check out our uh, Instagram and Twitter at 
Island 543 Podcast. I believe Twitter is Island 543 Pod. Uh, go check us out. Go follow us. Uh, make sure you subscribe and uh, go, go. Send in questions. I'm horrible at them. Yes. Send questions and uh, rate our podcast now on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thanks, everybody. See ya.